What's good? It's Ozman the Wizard. And Naima. This is not, not another, another damn, damn podcast. podcast. Presented by our damn selves. One, two, two? Yes. No, I got to keep track. I like to see how far along this journey <laughs> we've gone and shit. Yes. Yeah. Before we get started, got to shout out the lovely Jazz. Hey. Creator of J-Sculpt, which is the first fitness belt that covers the entire midsection, provides 100% comfort during your workouts. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I actually had a little Uh-oh. setback. Uh, well, when Uh-oh. you guys hear it, it would have happened Sunday, but we record on Sunday. Okay. Um, so I'm kind of down right now um, okay. for personal reasons. Um, and I haven't shared, like, I don't share stuff prior. Oh, yeah, this is all not... breaking news to me and shit. I don't know what the fuck you're about to say. <laughs> okay, so I was going to do my grocery shopping. You know, I just need to go and get a couple of items. So Marcus was like, I'll just stay back with the kids because you know football season. He's like, I'll stay home with the kids. And then mm-hmm. you would only need a couple of items. And so NFL Sunday, baby. Instead of packing up the kids and do, because it just takes a long time when you yeah. have kids. The and kids pull shit off the shelf. They do. Shout out Ariana. They do. And he's starting to get. <laughs> he's starting to yeah, just active suit. in general and shit. She actually grabs shit like, can, can we get this? Yes. Where he's just reaching for shit. It's like, it's colorful. Like, oh, look at that. It's like, <laughs> it's like, he don't know what the fuck he's grabbing. <laughs> so, um, I uh, was like, okay, I'm just going to go to the store and then I just need to get, get the few items and then I'll come back and that'd be that. So, while I was actually en route, I really hadn't even gotten started. I was turning to get onto Lakeshore Drive, and the young lady, she was also turned onto Lakeshore Drive. And apparently when she turned, she lost control of her car. Uh-oh. So she spun out from the middle lane, and I was in the far right lane. So she spun out in the middle lane, did a 360, got in my lane, and I was trying to break because I was trying to avoid hitting her. But she mm. was already too close to me, and then we... Mm. Head on, we had a collision. So, mm. yeah. <laughs> so How that's are you, happened. kid? I feel okay, but um, I, I'm definitely gonna take tomorrow off, obviously from work, so Monday. But um, I think that uh, we probably are gonna go to the doctor tomorrow just to make sure. Yeah. Cause. I mean, yeah. If you didn't, we could have canceled this shit. It's like, yeah, like, <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> Accident. <laughs> I mean, it was. Shit. It was just like I could have shit. I could have came up with something else. Shit. <laughs> no, I was monologue or something. Yeah. Shit, it could have just just been me. So went light three on your window breaks. Reading, reading from the Great Gatsby and shit. Like, <laughs> did you ever see um with Jim Carrey? Um, he was in, in Man on the Moon. He played Andy Kaufman. I never saw that. Yeah, it was a bit that uh, I think Kaufman really did this in one of his shows. Like he was on stage bombing because like people wanted him to do the fucking character from Taxi, you know, ah, Lodka okay, or whatever. Yeah, hi, how are you doing? He had like the okay. yeah, the lot. He was just doing his material and shit, and they mm-hmm. went, "We want Lotka do the character." So he said, "All right, y'all, you feel my material?" He grabs the Great Gatsby and just starts reading. And shit. Like imagine <laughs> you paid your money and shit to see a comedy show, and he's just reading like fucking an hour, just reading the Great Gatsby. And it's funny how like they put it started with the full um audience and then like you know they they do the cutscene and then by the time you sit there's like one person like sitting there <laughs> everybody just left. I would leave too. Because people thought it was a, a bit at first when you just first started really ah he's reading a great Gatsby and they say, hey, this motherfucker's really he's reading this shit. Reading. It's like, a, it's like <laughs> he read that for like an hour and just so I I could have did some dumb shit like that. I don't know. <laughs> well, no, I think I am just gonna go just I mean I feel okay still, but you know, like a lot of time the aftershock after the next day you might feel You never little. know how. So I think I am gonna go, but Na- Naima is okay. I am. Uh, the young lady, she seemed like she was like just panicked. Like they took her away in the ambulance, and they were asking me, "Do I need to go?" I was like, "No." And they was like, "If you always feel like you need to go, then you can go later to the mm-hmm. hospital and get checked out." So, yeah. And then you know, my thing, my mind goes to like. I already know where you go. I literally next, just yeah. paid off my car like two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, the timing couldn't have been worse. And I'm for this like, thing, yeah. what the fuck? The timing you know? couldn't have been worse for this. And I know this bigger thing, but still, it's just like, what the? Now, hell? Why couldn't the car get hit when I still owed money? It's like, like that's my thing. It's like so right? that way, <laughs> that way the insurance would pay that, pay that off, and then whatever else. Like, <laughs> but uh, it didn't. The the airbags didn't deploy. It's, it wasn't so it wasn't total. That it wasn't bad, total. Then, it's the just. Didn't go off. It looks like it's probably um, some mechanical things because uh, my grill and my bumper and my um radiator. Yeah, they're going to they're gonna put that thing back together. Yeah, actually. they're going to have to put it. So um, the police came. They filed the report and everything. And 
Shout out to Liberty Mutual. I have great insurance. So, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, you pay for it. But, I mean, I have really good insurance. Mm -hmm. But because everybody, like, my story and the girl's story match perfectly. So, the officers were like. Whose fault? Is it her fault or your fault? It's 100% her fault. So, why do you you have to deal with your insurance? No, because, like, just, um, you know, just to get the claim and stuff started and everything. Because I do have collision. And then they're like, once, uh, you know, they send my op, then they're going to demand that. You know, because I had an accident last year and I did it one hundred percent through the other. They're guy going, they're, they're going to start in everything so that my car can just get done, and then they're going to demand I'm going to be reimbursed. Mm-hmm. Everything is going to be reimbursed to me because um, we filed a police report. The police even said that it was her fault. Everybody, she admitted it was her fault. Everybody is yeah, like, as long as she agreed. admitted like, that, the problem is like if she was denying, then you'd have to find a third party witness like somebody. No, else everybody, nearby, like, all of our yeah, stories perfectly match. Most people are honest. So it's like yeah. it's some ass. Souls that are out there, but like most people, like when they get her story, fault. they sell my and when, when I tell those, my story. When they get those bullshit artists, then it's like, like I know when you get you're an accident, you ain't thinking about that, but it's always best to see who's around. Okay, like mm-hmm. don't go anywhere. If somebody was so like walking told, by or driving by, like you don't go when anywhere. We each tell okay. our stories. It was like our stories yeah. perfectly matched mm-hmm. and everything. And like I said, she lost control because it was raining outside. It was wet, so. Well, it wasn't still right, but it was still wet the ground. So, like, when she was making that turn, I guess when she was turning around the corner, she lost control. Mm-hmm. And then her car spun and went into my lane, and that's what happened. Mm-hmm. So, it was her fault. But, um, yeah, my insurance was like, yeah, we can get a star everything. So, I can at least get my car done everything. But they was like, once the police report comes down, they look, and then they're like, they're going to get her insurance off the police report. And then they're going to send all the stuff and be like, you got to pay us back. So, okay. Yeah. So have good insurance. That's the lesson here. Yeah. People have good insurance. Because the guy I dealt sides. with, I don't know if I told the story on this podcast. I might have. You said I don't it was remember. Shitty, his insurance. Yeah, I did. Cause I buried him. Yeah, I definitely yeah. remember talking about him. It was fucking travelers insurance. I remember but mentioning that. That's why I was yeah. like, I'm. A, that's why I was so, like, you yeah. can start with mine. Like I'm fine with starting. So one hundred percent, I remember that shit. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna get reimbursed. I talked about it. Yeah. yeah. That idiot hit me and shit, and yeah. Oh yeah, he was a dumbass for hitting mm-hmm. you. Because I mean, that could have completely been avoided. Yeah, he's just trying to like go around the fucking yeah, hers traffic. Yeah, was like, and honestly, yeah. and hers was mayhem. Yeah, she just shit lost, mayhem. Yeah, shit she happens, lost control yeah. of her car. This guy just didn't feel like waiting in traffic, yeah. so he tried to cut the line. And yeah, and that's what happened. He learned a $4,300 lesson. Absolutely. That. That's what he said. <laughs> so. He's like, yeah, I should have never did it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was like, yeah, they were going. Yeah, him and his mom were like going, going, going out, out for dinner. Yeah, we're going for pizza. Yeah, like probably like <laughs> Giordano's or Bear or whatever. I don't know where they go to here. We're like, yeah, mm-hmm. going out for, yeah, just headed to dinner. Simple day, simple day. And then. <laughs> Whole world turned upside down because you didn't feel like waiting in line. I was just head to go get groceries, you know, Mm -hmm. just to like get our stuff going for the week. And then I'm like, I had to come back home and everything. Tow truck had to take my car to the, um, to where they took it. And then I called my insurance and then they're going to pick up my car in the morning since it's Sunday. You know, Mm -hmm. nothing's open right now. Mm -hmm. So they're going to go get my car, take it to their, um, you know, certified approved, um, you know, yeah, they're gonna take collision. it where, like, yeah, because they only pay. Are they not gonna pay like the Ray Mexi- Ray the Mexicans <laughs> or Ray Ray and them? That's racist. <laughs> or Ray Ray and them. I go ashore. They gonna pay them. So I mean, they have certain certified dealers that they deal with mm-hmm. or whatever. And um, I was like, yeah, because I just want to make sure. Because I saw that after all this stuff that you went through, I was like, no, I was like, uh, I'm fine with that. I have collisions, so I'm fine with starting on my end. But then. You know, you get up with her, they know it's her fault, and then I'm going to yeah, be Yeah, I just reimbursed. didn't want to file a claim. That's why I went through this clown. Yeah, because I was like, I don't even yeah. know what she had. Because she just seemed like she was just so frazzled and stuff, that girl. She was a young girl, but yeah. And who knows, maybe she needs, she might not even have insurance, so it's good you got that going. If that's the case, then you might have to get a lawyer. <laughs> to they said that, like, yeah. uh, I know some lawyers. <laughs> but they said that she had because like um, the police took both of our insurance information. I'm assume she had it. Yeah. Like said, so she just was um, shook up, so she didn't. Yeah, and her uh, mom was right there because yeah. her mom was like in the car right behind us when that accident happened. So she like, saw the that, whole thing. So she saw the whole thing, and she admitted that. So, yeah. That would have been your third party, but is it? It's not really reliable because moms are gonna side with take kids. <laughs> she didn't that. Yeah. They were all on. I mean, like everybody, if they were on bullshit. Let's yeah, say the daughter was, was bullshit, honest. and the mom might side with her kid. Yeah, like, everybody. Well, or be vague. It could have been her fault, but it could, like you know, like mm-hmm. like 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 our mom would do some shit like that. She wouldn't like rat us out. She would be like, vague and shit. Walk the it, line. Yeah. Walk the well, line. Kind of. Maybe could have. Kind of, sort of been, been naive as <laughs> fuck, but, but uh, I'm not a hundred percent. But 
Maybe, like, yeah, see, that's unreliable there. Yeah. <laughs> and then her other sister came, and her other sister showed up, and then her other sister was like, she was like, was she speeding? Because then her other sister was like trying to throw her under the bus. I'm like, I don't think she was. I was like, we were turning. I said, so Should happen, when you're so. turning to get on the Lakeshore Drive, I don't think that you can really speed turning to get on the Lakeshore Drive. You'd be surprised. But <laughs> her sister was like, yeah, was she speeding? I'm like, wait a minute now, mm-hmm. lady. But I'm okay. I'm in one piece. I'm good and everything. And I am going to go and just, you know, check myself out just to make sure. Because after, you know, after shock is real sometimes. So, mm-hmm. you know, but I'm good and I'm I'm here to do the damn podcast. But I mean, I didn't want to. Yeah, it could have been canceled. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> I was just so down. Like, after I'm like, oh, I just like took all of them. Like. I'm like, I just had my whole day planned, but then, but then after like the initial that warp, I'm like, okay, I look at the bigger picture. I'm like, okay, like this could have been a lot worse. At least your than, kids weren't in the car. With and that's friend. the first thing I said. I was like, I'm so glad. Cause like when I caught my insurance, it was like, was there any other passengers in the car? I was like, no. And thank God, because I was like, I have two small children and I'm just so glad that my kids were in the car. So mm-hmm. I'm happy for that. Cause kids get really traumatized mm-hmm. with stuff. Like, I mean, as adults, we can kind of process a little better, but kids really get traumatized with that type of thing when it happens. I was in a car accident when I was about Ariana's age. Mom was pregnant with you. Yeah, you. yeah, so, yeah, yeah, we were, yeah. <laughs> and I remember that. <laughs> yeah, it traumatizes children. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I still remember that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, you know, I look at the bigger picture. Like, my kids were in the car, so they're okay. I wasn't, my car, like I said, it wasn't total. It wasn't seriously damaged. Um, I don't think at least, knock on wood. Um, I'm not seriously. There was no apparent injuries. Like I said, the girl seemed okay. You seemed okay. So. Yeah. Yeah. So. Could have been worse. Right. So just appreciate it and just take a look at things. Just, you know, you can have like in your mind that I'm going to do da 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 this today and then. Then, you know, it's like, nope, no, you're not. You need to, you know, you need to cool out for a minute. You need to just chill out. But I'm definitely going to take this time and just reflect and just be more, you know, diligent about this. This did give me like a, a wake up, call. a wake up call. Yeah. To like just basically be like, stop fucking around. <laughs> you know, like if you need to do something, like do it, like don't be like, I'm going to do it tomorrow. I'm going to do it the day after. Like, just, mm-hmm. just do it. Nike, just do it. So mm-hmm. that's my testimony. I mean, didn't want to get too preachy over here, but I mean, after having an accident and you know, it just kind of sucks, but I'm still here though. Mm-hmm. Okay. That was my testimony. <laughs> I don't know how to fucking follow that up. I'll let you start. <laughs> that was my start. So I mean, like, oh. I mean, all this other shit that seems like who cares? who cares? Who cares? <laughs> Sorry, I don't know to where to go. Heavy, yeah. I just don't know where to go. That's what. That's well, we can light it up, you know. Like, let's light it up the mood. Hey, Eddie Murphy's back on stage. We can go there. I don't okay, know. yeah, let's, let's light up the mood. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nothing makes a mood like like a comedian. Well, mm. no, comedians. Yeah, some comedians, yeah. <laughs> Dark. So, some I know personally. Yeah. <laughs> Dark mm. shit. <laughs> you say he's back on stage? Wow. Yep. Eddie Murphy is taken back to the stage as I pull the story up. Mm-hmm. Take it to the stage. What was that? House party? Yeah, that was house party, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, George Clinton grabbed to the stage. Yeah, when him and he challenged Stab and shit to break on his head. Yeah, so yeah, I did it. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Let's take it to the stage and shit. Show my age now. And then kid punches him in the dick, but that's (laughs) (laughs) but that's awesome though. Well, yeah, because he um, has a Netflix special coming up. He is going to do a deal with Netflix. Uh, Mm -hmm. So of course, yeah, you got to get out there and um. Work, you got to hit the stage. Like right. it's like working out. That's how comedians work out. Like because mm-hmm. the stand up comedy is the one art craft that um you cannot do without audience. Right. Without an audience, yeah, you need an audience to um know if this shit is like something might be hilarious in your head. You got to test it in front of an audience and a real and unbiased audience, like your family. Everybody will say, "Yeah, that was dope." That was it's great. like, yeah, no, it's not good. 
Like, that's how I bombed on stage because y'all told me I was funny. <laughs> Shit, yeah. like, no, you're not funny. <laughs> that audience. <laughs> Shout out Damon Williams. <laughs> All jokes aside. <laughs> but yeah, you got to get out in front of audiences. So like most comedians do like before Chappelle did his recent specials. Yeah, he was going out on the road. Mm-hmm. Trying this out in front of like a lot of them, like Chris Rock always starts out in front of smaller crowds. Like, right. And that's what to say that like star up. Like, like Chris Rock might, if he's in Chicago, he might do Zanies, for example, mm-hmm. like a small venue like that. Mm-hmm. He's not going to do um, the fucking Allstate Arena and shit yeah. or whatever. Like, you got to yeah try out these new jokes in front of small crowds. And that's what people see how it responds. And yeah. artists always say that performing in front of the intimate ones are the hardest because you can see every single they can eyeball reach out and touch you, yeah. looking at you. So mm-hmm. if you're performing in front of 30, 50 people, mm-hmm. you can see all those little eyes like staring at you. If you're like in 30,000 people, you can't see 30,000 people. Mm-hmm. It's just a big blur of the crowd, but... Especially, um, yeah, speaking of that, I'll tell about my experience. What I did um, wasn't as traumatic as your shit. Yeah. <laughs> so before we get into Eddie Murphy again, is uh, I, I, so you mentioned arenas. I thought about um, I was at the um, the United Center last night. Shout out, you know, Chance the Rapper did his show, his oh, big day okay, tour. It's yeah. his last show before he's going on hiatus because, you know, he, he got yeah, a new yeah. family and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like. His wife already has one baby and she's having another. Yeah, he's had a second one. He's had a second one, yeah. So so he wants to do a paternity leave, which I applaud. Some time. Well, I yeah, I got young kids. That. Yeah, let me take some time off. Yeah, instead of going on the road. Like, yeah. It's, like, it's nothing like seeing like your first child step or hearing their first word and actually mm-hmm. being there instead of like watching it via FaceTime or whatever. It's mm-hmm. not the same. Yeah. It's just not. And so, of course, like he did his last show in his hometown, yeah, Chicago, because he had a tour. They supposed to be canceled all of that. So, yeah. yeah, he's like the tour. It will be next year. He's postponed it to 2020, but he did say I'm doing one last show in Chicago. Yeah, he got it's home. And so I got invited. I was say, yeah, oh, I'll be nice. there, yeah, so why not? Yeah, all right, I special. There, you know, because Chance, we have a connection with um at the radio station with Power because we kind of the ones that put him on. Mm-hmm. So. We we do a, I've seen Chance Rap probably like five times in like in the last three years. I've seen him a lot in concert. Yes, because like I'll always get like, hey, you want to go see Chance? Like, okay, <laughs> And I said, this is looks almost didn't go to that show. I said, this is the last one I'll be there. I'm glad I did go now mm-hmm. because um, guess who we brought out on stage with him? Who? Kanye. <laughs> oh, Kanye wow. made an unannounced appearance. The place went nuts. It's like you could feel the um. The place vibrating when Kanye walked out. That's so loud. The people oh, were cheering wow. there. I was like, okay, yeah, because Kanye, because you know he got his new album. That's all I'm right. about to drop to the Jesus King. So he came mm-hmm. out, did a couple of bars with Chance, and then said, "Hey, Jesus King." Yeah, and then him and Chance embraced, and then Kanye exit stage left. That's how he's in and out later. It was dope. Yeah. <laughs> Kanye, quit messing around. Just uh, get like, just come and live in Chicago in the summertime. I know like our our winters are our winters are brutal here, but yeah, you can live in Calabasas the rest of the year. Right, but just, just come to, uh, Chicago, to Chicago. Yeah. Hell, one of your kids' name is Chicago, so right. there it is. <laughs> and then Northwest, that's a neighbor, that's a side, you know, yeah, North Side, West Side. So yeah, Northwest. you got two neighborhoods right yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> You can get somewhere in Lincoln Park, mm-hmm. Gold Coast. Mm-hmm. You can get something like that. Huh? <laughs> Just don't go in Trump Tower. Well, <laughs> <laughs> we've seen we see what some of the, the questionable things he likes to wear. So there you go. <laughs> questionable hats he likes to wear. Let's call <laughs> it what it is. <laughs> well, I think that he should come. But yeah, it was dope when Kanye came. I was like, okay, now I'm glad I came. That's so what's up. I was high. <laughs> so I almost up. didn't go to that show yet. <laughs> When as soon as Kanye was first, I said, "Oh yeah, now I'm glad I came." Yeah, oh, yeah. See, look at that. <laughs> yeah, you would have passed, and then you were inside. Like, everybody, Fuck. I've been looking on Instagram and seeing everybody that was there. Like, yeah, guess who just walked on stage? Yeah, like, oh, and then you would have been looking like, yeah. I was like, I couldn't really? went there. Yeah. What you mean, me? But yeah, it was like when you missed the one uh, Charday thing. Yeah, I had Charday tickets <laughs> a couple of years ago, and all I had to do was um just um. Post like it's something real simple. Just post an Instagram pic of the show or something like that. It's like, Damn. yeah, like Charday in town this Sunday or something. Like, yeah, get your tickets. Like, and they said you have a pair of tickets. Hey, I will call. <laughs> I just forgot to post. I didn't check my email. That's what it was. So yeah, 
And then I saw people posting in front of Tifa and people like that. I, yeah, I'm naming names. Yeah, she Aww. was there. And she, yeah. So the lesson here was dope. Yeah. The lesson is check your email. And I've never seen Sade before, so I could have been at that show. Yeah. And like she hasn't been back since that. That was like probably ten years of like eight, seven, eight. It was like almost a decade ago. Yeah, like that show was a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Who knows if Sarday is ever gonna go on tour again? I might have missed my shot to see Sarday mm-hmm. live, but hey. <laughs> yeah, here she does a good live show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she's yeah, she's getting older. So yeah, when right. you start getting older, you don't tour as much. Yeah. Right. So there it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if she comes back, I'm probably not gonna have that hook up. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, you can go. Yeah, three hundred dollars for the nosebleeds. Ah. <laughs> it's going to be that kind of thing. going to be out of control. Yeah. <laughs> Especially the bigger the artist and the bigger the venue. Mm-hmm. It's like the biggest artist, yeah, let's break down the whole concert thing. Like when you get to that Beyonce level, that's where you do stadium shows. Yes. Yeah. Like a soldier. Soldier field. field. She's all that's where Beyonce is at that. She's only doing stadium shows now. Right. If Beyonce did anything else, it would be like some exclusive shit. Yeah. Right. Just like these are for this is for the real beehive man. And it probably costs like like five thousand dollars to get in. Five thousand dollars to get in that bug. Thousand dollars for nosebleeds. <laughs> if it's like small, it's not gonna be no nosebleeds. <laughs> if she does like a smaller venue, like I said, like uh, like a lounge or something. Oh uh, yeah. Gonna, like see, she does House of Blues. Yeah, yeah. No, you're paying. Like you're paying. 2, yeah, just to get in that building. If it's one of those intimate venues like that, because sometimes artists do do shit like that. Mm-hmm. Like her husband Jay does that. Yeah, mm-hmm. we went to a couple of. You went to one with me, the mm-hmm. Hanger tour. Which they weren't selling tickets for. That was some exclusive shit. Yeah. yeah. That, was, that was just me flexing right there. Yeah, we, got the hang- <laughs> we were at the hangar tour. Yeah. Yeah, I got to <laughs> very go. few, Very few people were at that show because tickets weren't for sale. You had to get chosen. It was like Willy Wonka. You had to get the golden, the golden ticket. ticket. I got it. Yeah. Because they did not sell tickets to that show. Like, and then yeah. I got in. So everybody in there basically <laughs> got in free, but uh, everybody belonged there because they knew somebody. Yeah. Like, the, well, they, were, they didn't sell tickets to the hangar. Because I was like, you want to go? I said, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, yeah, we got to hang your tour tickets. I'm not going to tell the story how I got those. Nah. It's funny. You know? <laughs> I tell it in my book. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's funny. Which is coming. <laughs> yeah, the book is coming. Real shit, yeah. <laughs> oh, shout out Sam Silk. He just put a book out. Or nice. So my people are putting out books. So yeah, like Sam, he just put one out. MC Marcus Chapman put his books out a couple of years off the chain because he named names. A lot. Nah. a lot of people that we know in the industry, like. If you're a Chicago radio guy that grew up in that area, check that book out. It is hilarious. Yikes. Everybody that I'm cool with was pretty much mentioned in that book. See, I was in college radio then, so I wasn't mentioned in that book, thankfully. Had I been like, had the book came out like two years later. I mean, had I like started two years earlier or whatever, something like that, I probably would have been in that book. Yeah. Had Elroy hired me at GCI, which he never did, but so, yeah. there you go. Yeah. <laughs> That's um a story I'm gonna tell in the book too. Uh, I got close to getting hired by GCI. I even met with Elroy, but I never got hired. <laughs> got this close, but <laughs> this wasn't the fate. Yeah. This wasn't your path. Uh, and shout out Kendra G got her book out as well too. Abstinence is cool, so yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna finish this damn book because a lot of my people got books. Out. Got to. So you don't get the Oz book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, but back to Eddie. You were saying that Eddie is doing the oh yeah because he got a Netflix special coming out in 2020, so he's about to hit the road again. Mm-hmm. I wonder how much those fucking tickets are gonna go for. <laughs> I don't know what kind of shows it's gonna be. I imagine it's gonna be um theater. So that's what I was breaking down the levels. Oh, Stadium yeah. shows, Beyonce. Then you have arena shows, which like I went to a Chance last night. Yes, like United arena, Center, yeah, United Center, All State. Um. Staples, if you're out in LA, like mm-hmm. the Garden, those are arena shows, yeah, God. Madison Square Garden, mm-hmm. yeah. So that's like um getting to that level is special when you're hitting arena shows, yeah, yeah. Like stadium is just like the that's next that's level, the yeah, <laughs> yeah, because that's fifty, sixty thousand people in there, yeah, easily, yeah. Them big stadiums, and then the, uh, arena is like twenty, thirty thousand, like thirty, like yeah, because most arenas um the capacity is like twenty. But you got to remember, like, all oh, the, yeah, floor the floor seats, seats because yeah. you go to a basketball game, all of that's empty. Right. So all of that's going to be filled in. So that's you get at least another 10,000 people there. Yeah. So it's about 30. Arena 000. shows are about 30. And same with stadium shows, too. Like I said, um, most of them, maybe 50, 60,000. So like, you get 70,000, you cover the field. Yeah. Because, yeah, you get at least 10, 15,000 on that football field. Mm-hmm. So, so 
So Beyonce is doing shows in front of like 70, 75,000 people. That's what, yeah. that's the level that those on the run shows are pretty Damn. much. Yeah. And Chance, like I say, he did uh, his one that's like 30, something like yeah, that. About yeah, about 30. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you have, um, I saw them, um, theater shows. That's like Chicago Theater, Eric Crown. Brown. You get like up to 10, depends on the size of the venue. I'll say 10 or less. Like most of them are like probably under 10. Yeah. Like 8,000, 7,000. And that's a nice crowd. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sell 10,000 tickets. Like that's not easy to do. No, it's then. not. Most comedians are on that level, they don't make it to the, um, that arena. Like, or that Kevin Hart level, I call he's doing stadiums now too. Yeah, Kevin Hart is the Beyonce level. Yeah, get well soon, Kevin, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. get you back on the road as well, too. Yeah. Right. But Kevin was on that level. Yeah, that um, stadium show. Mm-hmm. Like, and for a comedian to be doing stadiums, that's pretty special there. That is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, even comedians doing arenas, you don't see that a lot. Yeah. No. And then um, cause most comedians that level, like I said, is that theater like level. The Chicago, yeah, theater, Chicago yeah. theater, which is dope. Yeah. It's like yeah. nothing wrong. It's like, yeah. well, it's just the iconic because you see the Chicago written and like mm-hmm. that's just, you know, it's just history. I had a right bucket there. list moment where I got to, um, I got to step on this stage. We did our, once again, with Chance the Rapper. I'm, I'm checking off a lot of boxes <laughs> with Chance. It's fun. Cause we did our Power 92 15th anniversary show. Yeah. It was Chance the Rapper and a bunch of others local artists on that mm-hmm. i got to bring famous dex out on stage i don't you might not know who that is but he's yeah he's pretty big yeah he had okay. some hits here like famous dex was like this is before he really popped i didn't know him at the time but then when he popped i was like yeah i got to introduce that dude <laughs> on stage it's pretty <laughs> dope yeah, yeah that's and now it's at chicago theater so shot me and ricky rampage brought out dex that was pretty dope so i was like okay mm-hmm. i got to step on that stage and rock the crowd a little bit mm-hmm. awesome yeah yeah <laughs> So that was a bucket list item. I got to step on that stage, mm-hmm. yeah, Chicago. Nice. And then after the theater, then it's what? Theater, then you go down, um, I say, um, what? Like the, then you have the club scene, like comedy clubs, mm-hmm. like that level, like club shows. That's why I say you get your Zanies, um, Second City, your Factory, your Laugh Factory, I mean, yeah. Yeah, Laugh Factory, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Factory, too, yeah. That's <laughs> what I meant, the account, Laugh Factory. Yeah. Not the factory one. account, too, is on that same level if you're doing that type uh, of show. Like, if you're a rapper, um, you could do a, a Factory would be, like, on that level okay. of, like, that level yeah. where you get, like, a few thousand in there. Yeah. You get a few thousand. Up to maybe two, two, three, two thousand, let's say, like, yeah. Yeah. Capacity, that's the club hey, level. still, that's a lot when you think about it. It's a nice crowd, Two thousand, yeah. that's a lot. And then the lowest, the lowest, probably the lounge shows, like... Mm-hmm. Now the dating game, like that level, like yeah. The family people. den, you yeah. get a few, yeah. Like, like fifty people, and that's like the brand new. Like a lot of those, just like open mic. I say, if you're doing comedy, it's like mm-hmm. yeah, you probably not gonna get paid for doing those shows. It's like or very little. Like you might get fifty dollars yeah. a night, maybe. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it's about levels to it. Like you mm-hmm. have to humble yourself, and mm-hmm. everybody starts somewhere. Yep, everybody does. So you have to crawl. You gotta crawl. I'm pretty sure to. early on when Destiny's Child was on that level, like Beyonce, they weren't doing those stadium shows. They were like, yeah, Chitlin Circuit, I'm sure. Yeah. Like, when they were starting trying to, yeah, mm-hmm. when Matthew was trying to get his group discovered and shit, yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause you have to work your mm-hmm. way up. Like, I mean, like talent us. shows, that kind of level, yeah. yeah like, <laughs> or like the, uh, the heist with the community service, you know, like that, like the yeah. community thing, community theaters or whatever. Mm hmm. Like those type of things. A lot of free shit. Like I said, mm-hmm. you're not getting paid. You're just trying to get discovered. Yeah. yeah. Same with DJ and the same yeah, thing. That's a lot yeah. of talent in there. Like I've seen like a lot of talent like come out of um stuff like that. Like when you see them perform and do things like that. But mm-hmm. you know, and then you might fast forward five years from now and then see them on TV and you're like, Hey, I remember them back in when they was at this show and this and this hey, and that. We saw Tiffany Haddish at the Star Plaza like six years ago. Seven years ago, something like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah. So there it is. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you yeah. never know. I think it was six years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was like now she's like one of the biggest stars on the planet. Who knew at the time? Yeah. Yeah, you gotta <laughs> work your way up on things, but people don't want to take that journey to work. It's like you think no. you're gonna start out. Um, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna get discovered, and I'm gonna go viral, and I'm gonna get discovered. Which can happen because in the social media world, like, here's the thing that is dangerous about social media sometimes is that 
it does give like the false promise that you're gonna be that this is gonna happen instantly, right? Which we have seen it happen overnight cessations, Mm -hmm. but that's the exceptions. Mm -hmm. Most of the time, it's a long and tedious grind. It's a grind. Like people are now like who've been grinding for a while are using social media to like leverage them now. Like, but you may have been grinding like five, six, seven years, but now you got social media and like your social media started popping. But really, you've been grinding for like seven years, but mm-hmm. now people are just starting to know your name. Mm-hmm. So that's usually more so the mm-hmm. image because when people see that, then they're like, oh, so it's okay with my nose. It's like, no, but they've been grinding like seven years. Yeah, the people that know, like right. the ones who've been there, like, since, uh, yeah, nah. This is this dude been putting in work for like the last seven, eight years. Mm-hmm. Like shout out people know like Wildcat, for example. Like Murph. if Wildcat pops like in a year, like mm-hmm. I know that dude when he was doing free shows. Yeah, he's <laughs> been um doing like not comedy nine years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And his he's starting to get his hey, shout out, I saw his uh Buffalo Wild Wings commercial. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I mean he's starting to rise and everything. The one who's already made it to that level, I'll like talk about his rail. Yeah. I'm a rail like begging to get on the radio to do Akon impressions. <laughs> <and stuff. laughs> and like, yeah, let me get on. Yeah, I do, yeah, I do impressions. And then that was one of the impressions he came up with was Akon. Like, yes. <laughs> Which was unbelievably funny to me, yeah. it was. So it's fun to see that journey to see somebody think that oh rail just came out just like TS motherfucking they like no <laughs> it started way before that that's just where like people just the first time people noticed them right. like rail been putting in work it's like mm-hmm. before I'm TS motherfucking they didn't just come you out of nowhere to, with that yeah. you have to take the journey you mm-hmm. can't skip any steps like you always say about baking you said like success is like. A recipe like the, yes. a bacon, like mm-hmm. you know, you're like baking a cake, basically. Yeah, all of the ingredients count. Like mm-hmm. something that might seem like a setback to that could be um your baking soda, or your salt, or your salt is like <laughs> it's the uh, salt bay and this shit, little sprinkle and shit. Yeah, <laughs> that might be salt bay and shit. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it might seem like okay, like yeah, and like, you taste like baking soda by itself is horrible and shit, but it's a necessary ingredient. To make this thing rise. It's like, yeah. And salt has to be put in to like help counter some yeah. of the sweetness. Because mm-hmm. if you just have all the balance, yeah, salt balances it. Yeah. And it's just like I said, it's a little bit like salt bay, a little pinch. That's all you need. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just don't get on your arm like him. Well, yeah. Yeah, it's <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, though. But um, I'm curious to see um, what, if Eddie still got it. Because um, one thing now, like I said, you know, that was 30 years ago, last time Eddie was on stage. Yeah. And it's like, um, 80s, yeah. if you look at some of his old material, it's like um, Eddie, um, yeah. he'll be he'll be boycotted now if Eddie would have come out now and shit. Just, you know how, just, you know, we got cancel culture and all of yeah. that. Eddie would be canceled. Mm-hmm. That's why he kind of got in front of it. He mentioned is like, yeah, like I said a lot of wild shit back then, but. I'm, I'm growing since it's like you know like people are so fucking ridiculous first of all like, the cancel culture is like yeah like this be, Netflix is supporting this man is like they're gonna run like de- run like a delirious clip where he's making gay jokes think about this, like delirious was like in the early 80s so that was yeah it was like 80, 82 I that think. was yeah. like almost that 40 came years out, ago yeah. so think almost, about how young he was 40 years ago and he was like 22 years old yeah, he was a very young man yes. mm-hmm now he's like Eddie's almost sixty years old. Like yeah, he's yeah a grown ass a man. father. <laughs> so yeah, very father of grown. 10, yeah, yeah. Of ten. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna talk about his ex wife in a minute too. Nah. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, he's grown a lot. He's mm-hmm. matured. So it's like I necessarily don't I mean, yeah, it's some people can you teach an old dog new tricks? No, sometimes you can't, but some I'm sure Eddie do. doesn't share those views now, but the stuff he was do, saying in yeah, the Yeah, but some yeah. people do grow. Yeah. And I think it is unfair, and people be like, "I mean, shit." It's well, good. It's a good thing we didn't have social media back when I was like in, in high school, like 19, or like even yeah. after high school. Yeah, when my yeah. um teens and like twenties and shit. Yeah, right. I'd say the wild shit mm-hmm. against against certain groups and shit. Like, yeah. if we had that then, like, I'd be canceled and shit. Right, and like, it's, I don't think that's necessarily right. <laughs> you people, grow and shit as a person. Like, like, the shit 20, I said then, I don't think that way. Well, now. twenty five years ago, you did like twenty five years ago. I was a kid twenty five mm-hmm. years ago. Like, I literally was a kid 25 years ago. Mm. You were very young 25 years yeah. ago. And you seeing um, um how shit evolves just in general. Mm-hmm. Like, people's attitudes, like, um toward 
They said gay marriage is uh, um, marijuana. It's like people's attitudes mm-hmm. in the last 10 years on both of those have changed mm-hmm. a lot. It's, um, was both of those are like taboo at one point. Now it's fucking mainstream and shit. <laughs> uh, we're starting to have a conversation about reparations. Reparations. It's like 15 it's, years ago, it was like, oh, you guys are just trying to get free stuff. But now it's like the door is like people are like, okay, well. Let, let's start to like come to the table. Let's start to have a conversation about mm-hmm. it. We're still a, quite a ways from it, obviously, but the conversation is starting to be had about reparations. At least it's talking going on. I don't expect anything. I got to see more, but. Yeah. You got to start somewhere. <laughs> right. like, let's have a discussion. <laughs> you, start you have to have a discussion first about mm-hmm. stuff. I don't expect to ever see a check in my lifetime, but <laughs> got to start somewhere. Don't we? <laughs> yeah, as I said before in this podcast, if it does come out and they do start writing checks, don't like some some of you people don't start trying to get DNA ancestry. Oh, everybody's going to get their piece and shit. Trying to claim everybody's going to get their piece then. I'm 189th black. <laughs> Guarantee you, because everybody, when you do some, you shake them family trees, it's like some blacks are going to fall out of them. Like, mm-hmm. everybody, so like everybody's going to get their cut. Yeah. So that's going to be like the shit show that reparations becomes. It's going to be that shit. Yeah. Well, my great, 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 great grandfather. He was a slave. Yeah. Three times removed. <laughs> Where's my check? Yeah. And they white as that sheet of paper right there. Like, no, yeah. that doesn't count. <laughs> that doesn't count at all. But where do you cut off? That's what I said. It's about to be a shit show. But that's if it happens. But yeah, it's about to be a shit show because those stories are gonna come oh, out, God. and then they're gonna sue. Like, yeah, well, I'm gonna get mine. They're gonna get their lawyer and shit. Yeah, <laughs> idiots. <laughs> that's funny, but <laughs> I'm um, with getting back to Eddie. It's I wonder how much tickets are gonna be because I wouldn't mind seeing Eddie on stage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wouldn't mind going. If I don't have a hookup, I wouldn't mind going to see that show. So, which McCall is uh, has a show coming soon? I believe Seinfeld. His tickets are ridiculously high. Absolutely, because Jerry, he said he's about. I think he's in his sixties now, so he's not doing many mm-hmm. shows. So, when I saw how much his tickets were, I was like, uh, uh-uh. uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, uh, uh-uh. uh, like you charge it that much, and then you're worth like seven hundred million dollars. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, no. Because Seinfeld yeah, no. is still heavy syndicated now, heavy syndication, and yeah. Jerry gets a piece because he was executive producer and creator of the show, so yeah. he gets like a big piece he of that every time that. that show airs. He gets a big piece of he that. Yeah, his money. Yes, <laughs> huge piece. He was smart enough not to say the n word, so I applaud him on that. Exactly. <laughs> so you're not canceling me and shit. <laughs> he said, "I never found the humor in it." That's why Seinfeld. He's like, I'd never say it. <laughs> It's not funny to me and shit. I don't find it funny. I've never found the humor in that word. Mm-hmm. Good answer. I did family food. Good answer. Good answer. Good answer. Was um was the Louis C.K. and Ricky Gervais say like, well, Chris is here. He approves. Like yeah. the, the black guy said we could say it. So, so listen, Jerry's like, I don't care if he's I'm not saying this shit. Like he doesn't I don't care if it's like if it's like ten black guys in this room, I'm not saying this shit. Right. <laughs> <It's just laughs> You got to be smarter than that, yeah, because mm-hmm. a lot of people get caught up in that. Like you, like you get the stamp of approval. And Chris Rock, one of the blackest dudes out there, like, yeah, <laughs> but they don't get no blacker than Chris. Like he's like he's he's black, black, yeah. yeah he's, he's not black, he's not black. the safe black guy. You know what I'm saying like he's not Obama. He's at the safe black exactly, guy. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. Chris Rock is like he's a real n word. <laughs> That's what yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I think uh, what, what was the name of his show? Uh, Bigger, blacker, bigger and blacker. Yeah, yeah his second show. special. Yep. Yeah, because mm-hmm. like, I don't, I don't count the ones before Bring the Pain. Those are because I count the yeah, the um the big three are the ones. I, I Bring the Pain, Bigger and Blacker, and Never Scared. Yeah, that's the big three that um he had specials before that thumbs down the nose. <laughs> <laughs> like, Bring the Pain was the one that really like established the current yeah. the Chris Rock we know today. We talked about Mary and Barry. before the Bring the Pain, it was like Chris Rock was like, oh, that's the dude that ordered one rib. He was yeah. like. On that level and shit, yeah. Like, we, the Chris Rock we know now was born to bring the pain. Mm-hmm. That's where like the Chris Rock, the the legend, came right during that era. So yeah, so that's where I count the beginning of Chris Rock's comedy career. And he said that, that we could say it, so I'm gonna say yeah, it. Yeah, Chris said it's cool. So like Jerry's like, nope, <laughs> I'm not gonna fall for the banana and the tailpipe. But you gotta get people together. Mm-hmm. Well, shifting gears from Eddie to his um, ex-wife, Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> she appeared on Wendy Williams. <laughs> she talked about the infamous kiss that um, she was seeing Sharon with um, Layla Roshan's husband, Antoine Fuqua, you know, yes. of Training Day fame. Training Day, yeah. 
Well, she um spoke out. She um apologized, saying that uh, it was just we got caught up in the moment. Just it was, but I shouldn't have done. Well, that. first he tried to like play that. Oh, it was just like it was a frozen time thing, and then Wendy was, you know, Wendy ain't don't play. especially with what she's going through yes. right now. <laughs> the Wendy, side baby and shit. Wendy with her, is like her she's coming for you, mistresses. Kid. Yes, for you side chicks, for mm-hmm. you thought. Tatiana's Wendy mm-hmm. is coming for you, girls. After what she's been through, yes. yeah, and it's currently going through, yes. yeah. So Wendy was like, uh, no, and then when she like did the freeze freeze, she was like, oh, so this is a frozen in time because mm-hmm. she tried to make it be like, oh, at the angle that they just happened, it wasn't like they like because sometimes paparazzi does if they catch yeah. you at the raw angle, it can um, something can look like. Like, let's say that, like, I have on a dress, and let's say that my dress is, like, blow up, and then somebody try to help me pull my dress down, but they're at the angle that you catch it, it looks like they're grabbing my butt. hmm But it's like, no, I was trying to help you pull your dress so your dress wouldn't be blowing up in the wind. Well, sometimes if it's, like, um, especially in a club setting or just a big crowd in general, and it's like, you're talking, so you got to get in close to, you like, yeah. close, right. It looks like, oh, it's, yeah, is he leaning to, like, give a kiss yeah. to him? It's like, no, chummy. it's just, Yeah. <laughs> It looks like, yeah, it looks like he's about to land, plant a kiss on her. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. like, isn't he married? It's like, no, it was like loud as hell in that room. And they was just leaning in so we could talk. This, so. Well, like the girl, <laughs> uh, the billionaire's wife with the whole Beyonce thing. And oh, Jay-Z. Beyonce, you know, um, she was asking, the, like, do you Golden want the state warriors? Yeah, game. she was just asking, yeah. do you want um, a drink? And she was just trying to get what drink that they wanted. And then like. Uh, it looked a, like she was flirting with Jay-Z. Yeah, and, and then people was like, and then Beyonce Like, No, she didn't elbow her. It's like, when you know, when you're like, somebody's in your space, you just reposition yourself because I know I've repeated. I don't like, like people getting that close to me. They're getting in yeah. personal space. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. you don't know me like Try that. Chill the fuck out. I don't yeah. like people in my personal space either. Especially Beyonce is like, yeah, uh, somebody like that, you don't just walk, you just don't reach out and touch somebody on that level. Like, right. come on. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. <laughs> Beyonce, like, just, just a little back bit in her up, personal yeah. space. Yeah, and that's where it was. But, um, yeah, so then when Wendy did the freeze frame, like, up, and then she thought, and then when she showed the second kiss, because the first kiss, they would stand up against the wall, and then they kiss. And then the second kiss, they were sitting down the, uh, on the chaises, on the, uh, by the oh, pool. Oh, yeah, looking real And then chummy. they were, like, she was, like, leaning in, because oh, you yeah. could see her butt, like, tooted up it like really, that. She was, really like. laying that one in. Yeah. yeah. That's the one you lay on. It's like, okay, I'm about, you about to get it. Like, that's the kiss. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, like, the, the, one, the, the very wall. next scene after that is, 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 intercourse is going on <laughs> with those kind of kisses. Okay, like, they're about to get it in. That's not just friendly. Like, you kissing yeah. like that. Okay. Cause the one on the wall, it's like, in. okay, like, yeah, that yeah, one. It could be chummy. It's like, yeah. shit, whatever. Yeah. But on the chairs with that, you were leaning in for that. Like, oh, he's yeah, leaning he, in. Oh, he's about to smash. Yeah, like, that's what you think. In. Yeah. He kissing like that. Yeah. And then she didn't yay or nay about it. Cause like, Wendy was Absolutely like. Absolutely, she didn't admit no, that. Shit. Wendy was like, uh, did he tell you that he was getting a divorce? And then Wendy was trying to get her to say, and then she like, she completely like talked around that. Mm hmm. And then she brought up, like, okay, Lisa Ray. It was like, you know, you did it to her husband. And then she tried to, like, deny it on Lisa Ray. Why didn't Nicole even go on Wendy Williams' show? Yeah, it's, it's like, Wendy. You know, you it's know Wendy. Wendy. You're going to get buried. You're not going to. Wendy is not going to throw you softball questions. No, she's not. Especially now. Like, Wendy always going to ask the controversial questions. This is who she is. Especially now when it comes to cheating. Yeah. She's going to lay it in thick and say, why didn't she even go on that show? Mm-hmm. Should have went on Tamron Hall show. It would have been much safer. <laughs> <laughs> go Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> Ellen and shit. Yeah, go on, go on like Ellen that, and right. shit. You know, Ellen ain't going to yeah, throw Ellen no hard it. questions. Yeah, Ellen and loves shit. everybody. Yeah. yeah. Ellen's going to be like, so tell me uh, what's going on in Let's your world. Dance. Yeah, Let's do a dance. Yeah. <laughs> You know, yeah. Ellen ain't gonna ask no hard or go on up Jimmy Fallon. He ain't gonna ask no hard questions. Ellen's just gonna talk about your body looks great. Like yeah. you have five kids. Mm-hmm. Like girl, like where are you doing? Like, or, I hope I look as good as you. Or with the yeah. Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. Like that's where you go on because yeah. Jimmy's not gonna ask He's the hard gonna have questions. He's to do karaoke yeah. and sing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but why'd you even go on Wendy Williams show? That's my, you know who you going to talk to? KYP you? know your personnel. <laughs> that's like shout out. Yeah, my my. It's like going on the Breakfast Club. Like if she went on there, you know. You know you're gonna get buried. Especially from Charlemagne. Charlemagne, like, yeah. you're gonna get buried. Like a, yeah, I think all of them would have questions, but Charlemagne, Charlemagne would be thick is like so, yeah. So he smashed. He's gonna, yeah, he gonna have to be smashed. He's gonna Antoine smash, yeah. Yeah, you have to know your person. Smash the Gilbert Science, huh? You smashed the homie? <laughs> you smash the homie's husband? Like, no, Charlotte's gonna go there. <laughs> but 
She then she did admit and say that she said after, she was wrong after yeah. she talked after around Wendy, it um, after Wendy put, put her that in her foot place, in that ass <laughs> after she put her in her place then she was like well you know I I wish I could take it back but I can't and I apologize to his family her family my family I apologize to everybody that was involved mm-hmm. so I mean well okay Michelle got in on this too because oh, she's had her um share of like cheating <laughs> and heartbreak and all of that shit. Well, I mean, she lost Idris Elba, so I mean, I, she, I she get probably, it, girl. Probably never got over that. I get it. And then he just got married. His wife is beautiful too. He just got married to a younger woman who's beautiful. So mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I get it. You lost Idris. I cry too, girl. Well, she stopped by the morning <laughs> show on V one hundred three in Atlanta. You shout out to them. Yeah, and said, um, Nicole Murphy, you're disgusting. Oh, oh, <laughs> yeah, oh. You sat on that couch and you laughed. It ain't no moment. It's a mess. You're wrong for that. <laughs> You're the type of woman to let these men be evil. I agree. People do lie. Men do lie. Women do lie, too. Mm-hmm. Everyone lies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a lesson here. Everybody does lie. Mm-hmm. But it's like, yeah, um, both of them. Like, I mean, and I, just like, I, I don't like how, like, the pitch works all cover for her because it's like, at the end of the day, he's married, so he's actually the one that did wrong. Like right. he's they, married, but but as we all know, it's always the woman. It's a scarlet because it's a scarlet letter. The scarlet A. You get burned with the A as a woman, but never mind. And like the guy. not only, but women yeah. aren't supposed to enjoy sex. That's just how it is. <laughs> That's what only, only men enjoy. Only yeah. men enjoy. Say so women just have sex because they want to have families. Like yeah, like that's like the bullshit. It's like exactly, women like to get it in. It's like shout out Eddie Murphy said it in Raw. Like yeah, it's not a woman in this audience that wouldn't rather be somewhere with a nice stiff one in them. Like, <laughs> like, y'all sitting there like yeah, that's true. It's like you look at all the women. He's like, he's like yeah, so women like it just as much as us. He's like so don't get it twisted. But yeah, though. But um. It is like that, just like going back, let's go back 20 years again, like to the 90s again, it's just like with the whole Clinton and Monica Lewinsky nonsense. Everybody came after Lewinsky, nobody came after Bill. On that right. shit. <laughs> he was the one that cheated, technically. Yeah, he cheated. Monica wasn't married. Bill and then he wasn't. used his position of power. And she, was, very, and she was very young, impressionable. Young. So that shit was creepy as hell looking back, but we like laughed 40, at it. He was like 49. We, she was like we, 21. We liked Bill so much, so it was funny yeah, to us. He yeah. was our first air quote black yeah. president, allegedly. Let's um, flip that. Now, if it was now and Trump did that shit, we'd be all over Ew. him because we don't like him. It's, like, yeah, it's the same Ew. thing. Yeah. You found out Trump messed with a 20 year old intern and shit, you'd be mad as hell. Like, uh, get his ass out of there. Well, he is about to, he's about the impeachment might be about to start, but people to go with Bill. It was funny, like ah, oh, yeah, this, Bill just got some head. Who cares? Got, it's like that. She hit. got on new makeup when she went to walk out to announce the impeachment. Nancy uh, Pelosi. Pelosi yeah. <laughs> they said she, she walked in like a runway mm-hmm. when she straightened. Because they got enough evidence now with the um cold um the was it I forget his. I am uh, Ukraine. Ukraine. I was like, yeah. who is it? Yeah, Ukraine. The whole Ukraine so mess. Yeah. <laughs> Pick a number. Russia Pick was the original yeah. BS, but the latest Ukraine one is like, um, okay, now we got enough. And then, I mean, yeah, they had enough with Russia, but now. But nah, then the <laughs> thing about it is that he just keeps on talking. It's like, who is his PR people? Like, who is your press secretary? Who's your shut, PR? This might need to, just tell this might him, need to delete, shut up. delete his Twitter. Delete his um, delete social media. Tell him to just not talk right now. Like I would just advise you not to talk. Just disappear. Or just just stick to policy, like presidential policy. Mm-hmm. Say I'm not talking about any of that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, because he just keeps on talking. The more he talks, it's like he's giving rope. Like he's hanging himself. Like he just keeps on talking and what he's saying more is more incriminating than what they already had. You just keep on talking. It's like, you're really hanging yourself, dude. Mm-hmm. And then, like, they was like, he threw Pence under the bus. He's trying to, like, be like, well, Pence. <laughs> and that's, like, the thing that people yeah. do. Like, once people know that they're on a sinking ship, like, if, like, if I'm on a sinking ship, like, well, Oz did, too. Mm-hmm. Oz did, too. <laughs> like, you know, like, you. Shout out to Kashi69, who's been singing like a bird <laughs> right now, speaking of that. Takashi. <laughs> He's taking, he's like, I'm taking the whole hip hop industry down with me. He's naming names. Yeah, yeah. He's a gangbanger. He's a gangbanger. He's pointing to everybody. <laughs> he mentioned he, Jim Jones got thrown out of the bus for some reason, what? which I didn't even know that him and Takashi Nine had a connection and shit. Yeah. But he's like, <laughs> just been, he's just, yeah, that's, yeah, he's the naming names like a motherfucker. But is Takashi so, Nine even really a gangster? That's like just my thing. Was he even really? He wasn't. He was a clown, but. Because um, he clearly, but, he looks like a clown. But he knows clearly. a lot. Like people did, they get illegal shit in front of him, so that's why he's singing like a bird. 
he wasn't really a gangster, but he knows like everything. So like he's flipping on them. It's okay. Like we'll um, reduce your sentence or even like um, give you immunity if you just like let's let's bring them motherfuckers down. So that's what's happening. Malibu's he knows uh, too much. And shit, yeah. He was Malibu's most one. Real, yeah, real talk. Yeah, <laughs> he needs to have a seat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then he just started just snitching. Because then they started comparing Trump to uh, him. They was like... Pretty much. He's like... Because it happened around the same time. Trump is like, hey, Pence did it. Yeah. Which I don't like Pence either. But Pence is like, hey, keep my name out of your mouth. Keep my name on your I just want to see people just get real... I want to see them just get real gangster on this. Mm-hmm. I want to see everybody keep your motherfucking name on my mouth. <laughs> But this shit would be wild as hell. Let's say if Trump did get impeached before Jan, let's say the thing really start goes off. I don't think it's gonna go far unless the shit really hits the fan because um we, we got to get past that Republican Senate still. Mm-hmm. Like the House already like because you no know, the House is um I think the, do the Democrats have the House now or is it close? The Democrats might have the House. I think now. the Democrats have the House. So the House, yeah, they voted to impeach. That's where I think yeah. they have the House now. So now I got to go through the Senate. And then, like, once it goes to the Senate, then the impeachment process will start. But the Senate is still Republican dominated. So they might try to push it aside and protect their boy. But mm-hmm. unless it really hits the fence, okay, we're not going down with him. It's like, yeah, so if, if it really gets bad, then the, the, the Republicans will turn. It's okay, we're not we're not gonna let him bring us down. It's like because he just keeps on talking. Like there's a the thing is like here's more he the, talks, the better it is for the Republicans yeah. to vote and say, okay, let's get him out of here. Here's the thing: it's like he was never qualified to be president, and it's not a personal. It's not me because like, and was, I don't think he wanted the he job. Was, he it started out as a joke, a and joke. it just like it he just was he just caught on. He was the real life bullworth. He was bullworth. I'll say that. He was a celebrity. He was a celebrity. He was your fire. He was the apprentice. Just, he was a celebrity. He just caught the the magic of um of the the people. Just like his people just started fucking with him they like kept, that. He captivated yeah, the people and he spoke to the audience. Let's let's call a spade a spade. After being after the country was ran by successfully by a black man for eight years, Tiki tortures couldn't have that. a black man. Mm-hmm. And Obama was not a perfect president. I'm not going to, like, no president has ever been perfect. But for the most part, All I, I say feel is that eight overall, years, no scandals. Overall, I feel that he was a good president. I feel he did a good job. Was he perfect? Absolutely not. But mm-hmm. I felt that he overall did Yeah, a good he had job. his shortcomings, but I think um, for the most part, I enjoyed the Obama he administration. Was a, he was yeah. like the marriage, 80 20. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was an 80 20. Like, are you going to sacrifice your 80 for a 20? Mm-hmm. Now we got a 20. <laughs> you give your 80 for a 20. Exactly. But it's like, mm-hmm. yeah. So he spoke to those people, like, yes, you aren't forgotten about because when these blacks and these Mexicans and these Muslims and all these people came yeah. in, they pushed you aside. Are uh, uh, you poor whites? I, I got you. He made them feel broke, like, well, I got you. Was he made like, them feel like they were a minority now. And like, that's their biggest fear is that they're going to become a minority. That's because it's because fear. call it what it is. Like at the end of the day, nobody cares about poor whites. Like yeah. People care about poor every other, I was like, yeah, every other one. Like, well, like poor blacks, poor, yeah, said the Mexicans, like, um, like the gays have their supporters. It's like everybody, mm-hmm. like women's rights, but like, like poor, the poor white men, nobody gives a shit about. <laughs> so Trump said, okay, I got y'all. It's I like, got y'all. Right. And there's a lot of them in this country. So they came out and voted for it. <laughs> right. He's like, he's like, it's all his untapped resources right here. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to target them. He found his That's niche, my target on yeah. like, I'm niche. your guy. I got, well, nobody else cares about y'all. They up here like kissing all these black folks and these Mexicans' asses. Like, I got you. That's what Trump was on. So, and then they just, it just, his message just resonated with them. And then they and Trump is like kind of like one of them. Like, even though he's a billionaire, but he speaks like us. It's like, yeah, yeah. he curses. Like, yeah, he eats all um, fried shit. He's KFC and shit. And, um, it's like, he's not like those other billionaires. He's one of he us. He talks about women's weights, yeah. women's looks. Yeah. Like, he's like, he's yeah. Chauvinistic. Yeah. He's, um, he talks about women's asses like I do. Like, yeah. So uh-huh. he, like, he spoke to them, like, on the, that blue collar level. Yeah. Like, whatever that, um, like that Larry the Cable guy level, like that, the Jeff Fox where, like Fox that, um, the, the blue collar comedy show, whatever. Uh-huh. That's the, the audience that he went after that, and shit. Yeah. yeah. And but, they um, said, like, he's one of us. Like, he got money, but hey, he, he talks just like me. And that's the appeal with yeah. him is that. He's uncouth. He's, he's unrefined. That, unrefined. He's not like yeah, but he's typical still a billionaire, billionaire at yeah. the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And he was born rich. Mm-hmm. He came from a family of money. It wasn't like he is a first generation millionaire. 
He came from But he presented himself like as that blue collar. Like, Uh yeah, and it it resonated like, hey, he's just like me. He doesn't know about the struggle. He doesn't know about not um, like having to stretch um, spam throughout the week for Mm -hmm. your meal or having to, oh, well, I have to decide between the light bill or the water bill this month. Mm -hmm. You know, like, he didn't have to do. Got to put struggles. like I got to put twenty dollars on, on each of those bill. just so like and like hopefully they like let it they let it slide until I can get up with the rest of the money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got to put enough gas in my car just to get to work until I get and just, paid. And just too too straight too for work and home every day. Like I can't can't detour anywhere exactly because if I detour then I'm screwed. Like <laughs> I have just enough gas to get to and from you work. Step behind a train, you're like fuck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> as, soon as, as soon as you see this train coming, you shut the engine. Right. Okay, shut it off immediately because mm-hmm. you can't even let it idle like five mm-hmm. minutes. And shit. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you don't know that struggle. I've been there. Just that struggle. Right. <laughs> and that's a struggle that he doesn't know. Mm-hmm. But when you play under people's emotions and weaknesses, people become desperate. They do. Mm-hmm. And that's what happened. They became desperate and they voted on their fears rather than what is the right thing to do. But they vote on fear. So if I mean if he does get impeached, I mean, check on your tiki torture friends. They ain't gonna be all right. <laughs> mm. it's gonna be um, another shit show. <laughs> they ain't gonna be okay. But yeah. Speaking of tiki torture, did you see that lady that got uh that got fired from her job that uh, had that a went on an N word rant? Right, it's CVS, yeah, Hollywood. Let's pull up her name, yeah, because I want to. Like naming names. <laughs> Heather Lynn Patton, <laughs> the racist. <laughs> yeah. And then this chick after and all she this- took it next level because they try to say, "Oh, she's a no, I'm not drunk. I just yeah, if I if I could get away with murdering them, I would." Yeah, because she said I would. if it was uh, if it, if it was legal illegal, to kill them, I, I would lynch, kill them. I would <laughs> lynch in words, and then she just kept on saying it, and she was screaming. But then she, and I just don't feel like saying because I don't like because I've had complaints mm-hmm. on the podcast. We'll say, but it then she so flipped it. I don't want to say it. Then the she flipped it though, and then like uh, then she said that. Oh, I even was though drunk. that word doesn't offend me, I say it, but I'm not gonna say it on the podcast though. But then she said she was drunk though after. after yeah, after that. yeah, <laughs> after like the shit hit the fan. Then she said she was drunk. Well, we clearly you in the video said you weren't when like they said so, uh, she's drunk. Uh. So side effect of uh, alcohol is racism now. That's a side effect. Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't know that alcohol makes you racist. She really did Jamie Foxx blame me on the alcohol. And then she deactivated her social media because she said people were like coming at her and, <laughs> mm. and she lost her job and everything. Which I mean, which sucks for people because it's like, but I mean, at the end of the day, we live in a world now where it's zero tolerance for bullshit like mm-hmm. that. So if you're dumb enough to get caught on video making these rants or whatever, these homophobic, these Islamophobic, these racist rants, and you're dumb enough to get caught. And, and we all are paparazzi fired. now. Yeah, you get fired from your job. It's not like back in the day, like um, why Rodney King was so shocking because um, well, why it was so shocking to them and shit. Like we knew what was going on. In oh the yeah, we but knew um, that. Yeah. it's like why it was so shocking to everybody else because like that's the first time you had seen it on video. <gasps> Police brutality. Yeah. How dare they? It's like, well, oh, he's black and he's in LA. Yeah. Well, yeah, it was because <laughs> it was shocking to see that because it was you had a camera, but you mm-hmm. actually you had to go out and buy a camera. Now we're all paparazzi. Right. Pull out mm-hmm. people with your iPhone 11s. You know, pull out your iPhone pull 11s and this. film it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um. Yeah, though. So she lost her livelihood and everything, and she was like a costume designer or something. I think that's what yeah. she was. She was in um in the business in the so. biz. Yeah. So I mean, so you had a good job, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah, I'm sure you were plugged pretty well. No one too. would touch you. Absolutely, you're finished now. I forgot. Was it Patricia Arquette? Was somebody like that who like was like she like went in on her like like do not. Like remove her from this, remove she's, her from that. Ironically, yeah. <laughs> she's, she's blacklisted now. So now you, yeah. now you're black, yeah, blacklisted. Yeah, because <laughs> there's zero tolerance for that now. Yeah, nobody wants to be associated with a racist. Like racism mm-hmm. is not what's up now. Mm-hmm. Like anything, even remotely that seems racist, like you got to distance yourself from that. Mm-hmm. So that's why people like Patricia Arquette is like, nope. <laughs> yeah, because I think it was her. Was Instead of saying, no, nah, we're going to see, um, yeah, but we got we need context. Like, no, ain't no context to this. She's out and of then there. what you were saying, that you would want to kill all Yeah, black. it's not just the N-word. It's like saying that if it was legal, you would kill black people. And then people. That's the thing. And then <laughs> like in the way she sped off in the car, 
People said that she have a weapon in the car. So now they're going to investigate you for a hate crime, a possible hate crime, because saying that you want to kill mm-hmm. N-words. Mm-hmm. Any threat like that, you have to take seriously in the climate that we live in now. Except the threat was more damaging than the word, because um, right. the word, whatever, I just throw it at you. Fucking cracker. I just threw my head right back at you. <laughs> like, I got bars and shit too. So yeah. <laughs> I threw my right, but yeah. Throw it back. It was the fucking um if it was legal, I would kill him. That's the right, one that was like, okay, whoa. <laughs> that's too much. Whoa. <laughs> that's the that's one. Too yeah. Because <laughs> then it's like, okay, like you actually hate black people so much you actually want to kill them and then she was like i know and she's like and i'm so sorry because she's like and black americans helped build this country and this and that and i i apologize to the millions of black people and then she went that route white tears oh yeah just a segue to white tears did you see amber uh geiger's white tears uh, yeah, because um, I did report that story. Um, you know, I do news on the morning show for the Breakfast Club on Power 106. Mm-hmm. And I did report on that. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> I talked about Hamburg Geiger's ass. <laughs> I watched her video. She... <laughs> and the Academy Award for Best Cry goes to... She was performing. Lady, mm-hmm. come on. Yeah, you killed that man. You ki- you did not know that that was your house. Yeah, you, you were so out of it like, that you went into the wrong apartment and then you didn't realize and you just start shooting. They had a theory. you was, feared for your life. But they said that he was sitting on the couch watching TV. Mm-hmm. So how do you feel for your life if he's sitting on the couch minding his business? I told you what it was. It's like um, some shit happened. Like I said, he, he, maybe his music was loud or his, it was something like that. Where like mm-hmm. you came up to like confront him about and he said... Fuck out fuck of here. Miss me with that bullshit. Fuck out of here. And you got, yeah, you got in your feelings. So you shot the man. That's what happened. <laughs> like y'all probably had words or something. Cause like, it probably was something simple like that. He was playing his music. So you can't, yeah. Instead of like being like, yeah, I can hear it in my apartment. He probably said, turn that shit down. Like, mm-hmm. he said, fuck you, bitch. Yeah. I'm a grown ass <laughs> man. Yeah. You don't come talking to me crazy. I know somebody came to my crib and said, like, I would do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Fuck out of here and shit. And she pulled a gun out and shot him, probably. Because that's mm-hmm. what happened, I believe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was a situation that escalated, probably. Mm-hmm. That's what happened. And if I could take it back away, and I would have just cried. No. Finally, want to wrap it up on another racial thing. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Shout out Jamel Hill. Who's going oh. after one of my nemesis once again? <laughs> who said that um, black college athletes need to leave white colleges and play for HBCUs? What did she say wrong? I agree. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it definitely would take money out of their pockets. <laughs> it would definitely be a big blow. Like if, if um, I say if Zion instead of going to do went, went to Howard, <laughs> what happened? What that would do for like the what that would do for one of those schools and shit? Yeah, yeah. the number one overall pick. Yeah. And the number one pick, New Orleans Hornets take Zion Williamson from Hampton. Like, that would be huge. Yeah. And shit. Like, hey, it needs to be more of those athletes that take that road. Uh, of course, the Tiki Torches came after her. Simmons from Fisk. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, what's the them? Well, he wasn't one, but I say Joel Embiid from, yeah, from Morehouse. Like, that. <laughs> <laughs> if, like, some of these athletes took that route and shit, it yeah. would be amazing and shit, yeah. I mean, it definitely would shake things up. Mm-hmm. It would definitely uh, adjust the scale. Because she's like, why keep all um, Why keep making all this money? Like the NCAA is a billion dollar industry. Mm-hmm. Why keep making all this money for the white schools? Like let let the black schools get a piece of that. Yeah, <laughs> Jamel Hill is on. Yeah, especially you know they just using you like the like just to for money. Yeah, pretty much. That's all it is. Because like, you can't make money off of your own likeness. Which mm-hmm. California is changing that. They just passed that law. Like, come January, then the athletes can't make money up there. Like, need to pass that nationwide and shit. Yes. Like, at least it's a start in California. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, like, yeah, because what's wrong if you want to sell t shirts with your picture on it or your name? I think it's nothing wrong with that. What's wrong with you making money off of your license, off of your likeness? Mm-hmm. But before, it's like, no, you can't do that. Yeah, you're a student athlete. Yeah. But yeah, but meanwhile, the university can sell replica jerseys with your name on it. Right. The- they can sell Duke can sell the Zion Williamson jersey and shit. And make millions. But he can't sell a shirt with his name on it though, his own name on the shit. 
Go to the LeBron School of Finance, of economics. Mm-hmm. LeBron James, like, no, no, no lie. I hope that LeBron James hears this podcast. No lie. You need to start at Econ 101. He's getting tagged, definitely. Yeah. Get this Econ 101 going, LeBron. You but should do that. What did Jamel mm-hmm. Hill say was wrong? Because, like, the Tiki Torchers came after her making it about race and all of that shit. Like, what did she say wrong? Like, blacks need to, like, leave those schools. And go play for the black school. Expand your horizons. What, what, what did she say wrong? There's nothing wrong with <laughs> opening your options. And it's her opinion. She Open like, your yes. options is all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. And the reason why HBCUs was created because we could we weren't allowed, we weren't to, allowed go to, to go to those go to universities. Uh, we couldn't go to your universities. Mm-hmm. Black people can go to Notre Dame and shit. Uh, my school is still less than 10% black mm-hmm. at U of I. It's still not double digits. And I'm sure it was um, very racist when they opened that campus. In 1867, yes. Exactly. Right after slavery. Yeah. <laughs> 1867, U of I opened. Exactly. <laughs> Wasn't many of us walking around campus like, I am I try, and I. Try zero. Exactly. Like when our uncle at his school, he was the first black, like some of the first black was at St. Adolphus. That school he went to in Minnesota, Uncle Tommy. Okay. Yeah, because mom was saying that um, him and um, Arlene and them, like, they were, like, some of the first black kids to go there. Mm. And she said that people were, like, just staring at them. And, mm. like, it's like you're, like, the science experiment, like, staring at you because, like, Yeah, he had balls for going to that school. Like, yeah. I think I'd have stayed in the city. <laughs> yeah, he went to the first black to go yeah. to that school, so... Uncle Tommy wasn't on. He was that. He was a. He was that man. He yeah, was that he, dude. he was like. He was that dude. Yeah, Uncle Tommy was. Um, <laughs> he was that dude. Fearless is the word. I'm was, like, oh he yeah. Was. <laughs> Rest in peace, Uncle Rest Tommy. Rest in peace. Yeah. yeah. And then ready to wrap this up, kid. Yes. Get the hell up out of here. Shout out Jamil Hill again. Yeah. <laughs> Always doing it for the culture. Hell yeah. We're coming forever. Hell yeah. <laughs> Throw one up. Yeah. <laughs> But I appreciate each and every one of you supporting Not Another Damn Podcast. Yes. You like what we're doing? Then support us um, by following our Facebook fan page, of mm-hmm. course, Not Another Damn Podcast. And subscribe, share, rate, review. You can hit us up on Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, Spotify, SoundCloud, iHeart, TLC Talk Radio. What up, hey, Tasha? Yeah. And you can get us on YouTube as well. Audio only, but video coming soon, someday. <laughs> and you can follow me at Ozman the Wizard on Instagram and Twitter. Oz Radio on Snapchat and Facebook as well. Plus, check out OzRadio.net for all your current hip-hop hits. And if you like 90s and 2K classics, then check out OzRadio.net. The bomb. I'll send you the link for that personally. Those stations are a work in progress, but I promise I will get them done eventually. And before I get up out of here, i got to say rest in peace to my homeboy, DJ Big Pad lost him early last week, man. One love going out to you. Rest in peace, Pat. And you can check me out, msima 8626 on Instagram and on Twitter. Uh-huh. Also, S-T-R-8-G-U-L-L-E-Y-1 on Twitter. S-T-R-8-G-U-L-L-E-Y-7 on Instagram. Also, please like the Straight Gully Facebook fan page. Check out straightgully.com for your blogs and your vlogs. And for your video production needs, check out straightgullyproductions.com. Well, I'm Ozman the Wizard. And Naima. And we will talk to you later. Bye. I'm gone.